listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. I'm going to hold the picture because of the wind. We don't want it to get blown over. Um, brothers and sisters, it is a great joy to see you here. May the Lord give you his peace. A wonderful feast day. We especially remember our co-chaplain here, Brother Pius, my bodyguard. Um, Pius is the Latin name. Uh, Pio is the Italian, so Brother Pius is named after Padre Pio. So happy name day, brother. I guess we get to have dessert at dinner tonight, okay? <laughs> um, boy, Padre Pio, I mean, there are saints, and then there are saints. Padre Pio is one of those saints. What, what an amazing story. Anybody here meet Padre Pio? Okay, you still meet, you know, he died in 1968, so there are still some people around who met him. And um, just a tremendous saint. He's so well known for so many miraculous things. Um, in our friaries, we jokingly call him Captain Supernatural. <laughs> you know, he could levitate, he could bilocate, he could read your soul when you went to confession to him. He had the mystical stigmata, the wounds of Jesus in his body. He healed people. I mean, just the, the list goes on and on and on, just how spiritually fruitful this man's life was. A Capuchin Franciscan priest in Italy, um, he could see and talk to his guardian angel who would sometimes translate for him. He's reading letters and languages he didn't know or hearing confessions and languages he didn't know. I mean, just amazing. The stories go on and on and on. And I think maybe even some of us here today, we have our stories, huh? So here at the Blue Army, you know, we had two founders, Monsignor Colgan, Harold Colgan, and the layman, John Haffert, who co-founded the Blue Army. And they, they both knew Padre Pio, and uh, Monsignor Colgan had asked Padre Pio to become the spiritual father of the Blue Army. Padre Pio said, I will adopt um, anybody who becomes a member, which is really just signing the little pledge, I will spiritually adopt officially. And then he, he said with his Padre Pio had a sense of humor, but tell them to behave well. <laughs> I love that. And both Monsignor Colgan and John Haffert are buried at our little cemetery just right over here. Um, just wonderful stories of um, the way St. Padre Pio would encourage people. Um, since Brother Pius and I got here, we've been praying to him, especially when I hear confessions. Padre Pio is known for hours of confessions, so um, this is a great place to go to confession. Um, we have multiple statues and shrines of Padre Pio. I was like, going to have a contest. Like, you get a prize if you can guess how many statues of Padre Pio are here at the shrine. Not only did he bilocate, but his statues do as well. Okay, they're everywhere. And, uh, but we love St. Padre Pio. Just a great example. And you know, let, let me just note that um, he was not canonized a saint because of all of those mystical phenomenon. He was canonized a saint because he loved Jesus and because he lived heroic virtue. And if you know anything about his life, if you've read this, the uh, stories, or if you've even read his own writings, um, St. Padre Pio did not have any secrets. There wasn't something unusual or special that he did to become holy. He prayed the rosary. He went to confession. He would go to Mass and receive Jesus in Holy Communion. He would love and serve others, especially the poor. He founded that hospital for the poor. So all of the basic 
Catholic Christian 101, living our faith. That's how he did it. Those other extra things were the graces that God gave. But I, I share that because when you hear all the, the stories, especially the wild stories of the really supernatural stuff, uh, you can feel inspired by that. And I think that's why we tell those stories because we feel inspired, we feel encouraged. But then also then you can feel discouraged because you can say to yourself, well, I've never levitated. I've never bilocated. I've never, you know, read somebody's, you know, and so maybe there's something wrong with me. Well, yeah, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> We're all sinners in need of God's mercy. That's, that's what it is. But, but to know that the, what Padre Pio did, that the means that Padre Pio had to become a saint are the exact same means that we have in our lives. Prayer, the spiritual and corporal works of mercy, the sacraments, especially confession and holy mass. Um, that is there for all of us, and that's beautiful. Um, there was a day when St. Padre Pio was really, really sick, and they had a traveling statue of Our Lady of Fatima, and that's one of the ministries that we do here. We have that beautiful statue of Mother Mary. We have a team that travel with her to go to different parishes, and uh, they were bringing her to his little town in a helicopter. And uh, when the helicopter with the statue of Our Lady of Adama flew past the friary, Padre Pio was so sick, he was in his room, he was at the window, waving to Mother Mary from the window. And then, uh, according to Padre Pio, he was miraculously healed of his illness by the intercession of Our Lady of Fatima. And so he had a great love of Our Lady, of course, but Our Lady of Fatima, and especially, there's even a quote which I've read, but I couldn't find exactly where it came from, so I caution you with that. Or Padre Pio had said that um, that the triumph of the Immaculate Heart will, will happen when there are just as many members of the Blue Army as there are communists. Okay, kind of an interesting quote. It, you'll find it all over the internet, but I'm not sure where it came from. But, but the idea being there that what Mother Mary asked at Fatima is still a very valid message for now, that uh, we need to pray. Do what we can in our own time gloss over today's readings. That first reading from the book of Ecclesiastes is so wonderful. When you heard uh, the, the reading, were you thinking of that famous song? There's a season, time, 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 you know, a time for this, a time for that. Um, timing is important, right? <laughs> Anybody who works in comedy or radio, timing, timing is everything. And uh, I, I love that passage because I, I was thinking about Padre Pio's life, you know, he went through different times in his life. There was a time when he was younger. There was a time when he um, was being persecuted and he was not allowed to do public ministry. There was a time when the persecution was lifted and he was allowed to do public ministry. And then there was the time when he died. And um, I think that's a good lesson for each one of us that we all have seasons in our lives, right? Things that we go through, the times. There's a time to be young. There's a time to be old. There's different times when we can do what we can do, and that changes, and not to be afraid of that change. But every day we wake up, we've been given another day. We've been given another opportunity to cooperate with the coming of God's kingdom. Wherever we are in whatever stage of life, whether you're younger, whether you're uh, older, you know, there's something to be done. There's a grace to be had each day. And uh, to be inspired by someone like St. Padre Pio, to be inspired by the apparitions of Mother Mary at Fatima and at other places, to, to have the ability to refocus on why we're really here. We're here to love and serve God and to love and serve one another. 
in God's name. And um, for every day that we're given, it's really quite simple that every day is an opportunity. And I find that really beautiful. Um, Padre Pio, in his writings, his spirituality, he would never propose an idea of Christianity that is like out of reach from everyone. That holiness is only for a select few like God's all-star team. Padre Pio would have none of that. Rather, a life of goodness, a life of grace, a life of, of real holiness is available to everyone. You know, whoever you are, whatever your gifts are, whatever uh, your struggles are, none of that is an impediment to being holy, to being faithful, to being filled with God's grace. And I find that message extremely hopeful, huh? Extremely encouraging. And boy, in our times, we need hope and encouragement, don't we? <laughs> the crosses can get a little heavy, don't they? We struggle. Sometimes we feel like, I don't know what to do, or I don't know what's going to happen. And there's a temptation to doubt or to discouragement or to, to lack trust in God. And in the midst of those moments, we turn to the example of the saints, particularly wonderful saints like St. Padre Pio, to feel, you know, keep going, keep going. It's going to be okay. The Lord is with us. You know, if God is with us, who can be against us? And uh, we, we give thanks to the Lord this day on this beautiful feast day here at the beautiful Shrine of Our Lady. Um, so I'll just conclude by just asking for your prayers. All of the heads of the Blue Army around the whole USA are all here right now for a weekend, like retreat, seminar. They're all meeting in the chapel downstairs, which is why we're upstairs here. I had asked the Lord for cold weather, so my apologies. <laughs> or, uh, you know, or you're welcome if you like cold weather, okay. But um, let us now stand to pray. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Mm-hmm.